I'm just looking up at the crowd, just, just staring them down with my arms out as I kind of do my little my little head bob like this. And there's probably like just a row, a full row of, of Eagle fans, like a bunch of dudes right there in the front row, and they're all just giving me the bird like this, just just birding me off. And I'm just looking at them like, you don't you you don't know you don't know what you about to you know what you about to get into right now. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Warner House, brought to you by 33rd Team. We are here today, audio only, because I'm having a little bit of an off day today, but same schedule, same everything. Just um, check us out on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, we'll still have our YouTube up as well, just audio only. Wonderful. Well, how about you let the people know how you're doing today? Wow, guys. Yeah, I just couldn't um, pull it together today for a video. I've had a little bit of a hard day. I'm 25 weeks pregnant and I'm just feeling every ounce of this pregnancy. And today was just a harder day. Okay. And that's exactly how it's supposed to go. I know. I did go to the gym and I got a lot of stuff done. And I, I got everything I was supposed to get done and I feel really accomplished. But just physically, I'm really, really struggling. And I think that I'm just, yeah, just having an off day. That's all. Listen, you've been making this look so easy. So it's only right that every now and again, you know, you start to feel a little, little queasy, a little sore, a little crampy, a little this, a little that. It's really just to be to get real. It's just the pelvic pain is incredible. It's just it's incredible. Any mamas out there that are listening, if you've ever had a baby, and if you, I'm not sure, not everyone's the same, but if you've had pelvic pain throughout your pregnancy, it's just one of the most excruciating pains, and it's you just never know when it's going to come, and it's just kind of a thing where you can't take anything, so you just have to ride ride it out until you feel better. So. And usually it doesn't hit me this time of the day, but it definitely did. So I apologize, you guys. Next week we'll be back on to see our gorgeous faces, and it'll be back <laughs> to normal. <laughs> Your gorgeous face. Babe, you're stunning. Wow. You know that. How about that? We love each other. Mwah. Uh, yeah, so let's let's get right into it. Well, how was your day first? Um, It was pretty, pretty great. Pretty great day, given the circumstance. Woke up. Woke up a winner. <laughs> yeah. Woke up a winner, slept in after a nice long flight home from from Philadelphia. Love that place. Um, and, uh, yeah, was able to sleep in. I know. Fred got home around 3 o'clock in the morning last night. I think that's also a reason why I don't feel that good this morning. Hmm. My sleep was interrupted. Um, but he got home. I thought Oops. you guys were going to get up so much earlier. But it ended up being late. And, um, yeah, you got to sleep in, which is nice. Slept in. Went about my day. Got to the facility. Got my work got my workout in. Watched the tape. Had fun with that. Made the corrections, and now we a on to the next. On to the next. What a great win, you guys! It's Victory Monday. We are so excited. I mean, that was such, such, such a big win. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't allow myself to get as nervous as I probably, well, not should have been, but you know, it was a big game. So I just kind of went in it with like relaxed emotions, and it ended up being incredible. Yes. And you know what? Let's just let's just go ahead and dive right in. Okay. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Uh, you know, you weren't there to, to witness it. Um, just with the atmosphere and everything wanna, else going around. I just want to 49ers defeat the Philadelphia Eagles 42-19. Holy smokes. Hey, what yeah. are we doing? That was a score. Yeah, you forget. You forget so quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it sometimes I guess the ball's just rolling your way, and uh, it was rolling our way yesterday. Um, you know, we go throughout the week, right? And you prepare so hard throughout the week to, at a, just to have a chance at winning one football game. And everybody knew what time it was all week long. It's the best, it's best on best in the conference. I mean, best on best in the, in the league, to be honest. I mean, two of the best teams in the entire NFL, regardless of conference. So 
Um, you work so hard just to have a chance at winning a game on the road in a hostile environment against a great team. And so to win in that fashion is like, I mean, that, that tells you everything you know that, that that solidifies everything that you know about yourself and about your team um, and what you guys are and what we're capable of. Now, the the part that's hard is to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, that wasn't that wasn't the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying that's not the playoffs. We still have room to grow. We have to make sure we're we're ascending at the right time. You know what I'm saying? That we're getting better and staying humble, chopping wood, carrying water, that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of that's kind of what the mindset is there. But to talk a little bit more about yesterday, uh boom, we go out there and let me just kind of take you through my little my little morning, my little day. Uh, the night before, what, what what day was it? It was Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, you guys got there on Friday. We got there on Friday. We get in late. Night, yeah. We get in late. You know, it's late night. I go to sleep. Everybody wakes up at about six in the morning to construction outside. And we're all, I jump out of my sleep. What the heck? Yeah. What? And literally construction's going on at six in the morning. Well, we talked about this this before you left that you guys were staying in the same hotel that they stayed in last year. Mm-hmm. And I stayed at that hotel as well because I was there last year. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's you know, it's not the best. It's not the best um for just, you know, sleeping in comfortable <laughs> situations. Especially for if you, you know, like you're gonna go play a game, you wanna be optimal yeah. um sleep in the conditions mm-hmm. um so yeah that you same room even you said yes they they, speci- I, they had to have specifically put us in the same rooms because i walked in it's like deja vu i'm like oh my god <laughs> you know you kind of have the, the bad little you get those bad feelings again of when you were just literally, <laughs> literally feeling as if we just we were just there back like it was in january <laughs> i'm like how dare you guys put me back here so anyway i guess obviously it worked it did work. I um, wanted to remind you of how, how horrible remind that was. You of those, they just wanted to start to bring up those feelings. Yep, bring they, it up. they very strategic. Very, yes, yeah, sit in it. They're very strategic about how they're going to go about it. Uh, so literally in the same exact hotel room, wake up at 6 in the morning to construction right outside the ho- hotel. It's like, all right, this had to have been planned. They're already trying to get under our skin, you know, trying to get us off our get us off our game, Bob, who knows what, what really happened. But anyway, yeah, we're woken up at 6 in the morning to construction. Boom, go out throughout Saturday, just regular protocol, regular process. And then uh, thankfully on Sunday morning, no construction. So I was able to, you know, get a nice, a nice sleep slumber in. And yeah, I mean, the vibes were just, were just right. I think everybody was kind of on the same page. None of us talked about what we were going to wear to the game this game. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about this yet. Babe. We didn't even... Oh my gosh, you have so much to talk about. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm trying to break down every part of it. Literally, none of us talk, none of us discussed, none of us talked about what we was gonna wear to the game. And what happens? I'm like sitting on the couch scrolling and I'm like, wait, everyone's in black. Everyone rolled up in that all And what did we do? Talk. What did we do on it was either Monday or Tuesday? Fred and I went and we went and did a little um errand running and shopping for his outfit. So we needed to make something up and Fred I didn't usually he will ask me like my um my input on his outfit, but he did he didn't. I just was like, <laughs> Oh, he's literally just walked into where we were and said, I wanna wear all black and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, Okay, mm-hmm. you don't need me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And completely just constructed this beautiful suit that he wanted, this beautiful overcoat, and um, that's what what he ended up wearing. Mm-hmm. And then I guess everybody was on the same exact. It's hilarious because I'm walking in. I mean, I'm kind of in my mode, you know. I got my my headphones in. I'm walking in, but I'm kind of looking around and I see I see folks wearing the all black. I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody got the all black. It was like X Men. And we didn't even talk about it. But that just goes to show you how literally we all right here, like we all in the same mindset. Yeah. Where it's like, man, it, we coming in today funeral. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what with the mindset. And we I didn't even talk. Love about it. So that was just like I couldn't like literally. And I think we still haven't even talked about that, which is freaking crazy. But yeah, I that right there let me know everything I needed to know off rip. <laughs> So then fast forward, we're going through warm-ups and everything. You know, here's 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 my thing with the warm-ups. 
Did they taunt you when you went out for warm-ups? So the Eagles I, I, fans? Uh, no, actually not. I was prepared for it because you, you got kids out there who are on this. I'll specifically mention a story from last year. I'm out there on the sideline, or no, I'm out there in the end zone warming up, and it's a kid and his dad. And the dad had him prepped up, ready to go, NFC Championship game. The kid's over there either saying cursing at me or like or got flipping me off or something crazy. And I'm like in shock. I'm like, wait, what? They got the kids over here acting like this? Listen, so it's nuts. You no, know, it's a little crazy. I mean, it's a little different. That's that's Philly. That's it's a little Philly different. Boy. It's a little different. It's okay to say it's crazy because it is crazy. Okay, it's a little crazy. Okay. Well, if it were if I was if if they were doing that <laughs> and I was the player on that team, I'd be like, Oh yeah, go ahead and flip they flip the other team off. Like get, get yeah, get them riled up. Philadelphia. They they, they do a great job of trying to get the other team riled up. So yeah, like today. man, like hey, hats off to you because you do a great job. But anyway. This time around, there's no kids. There's no kids barking. There's no flipping off, and these type of things. There's actually a good amount of Niner fans, which obviously I've spoken on already. The Niner fans this season on the road has been insane, incredible. There's been there was a ton of Niner fans out there, so I'm like, man, we we good, we good, we doing good, okay. And then just to just to speak on warmups, let's just let's just kind of break down how the NFL warmup game goes. So earlier in the season, there was uh, throughout time. There's always these little mind games being played in the warmups, right? And you saw over there when we went to Cleveland, there was a big brawl that happened, like in the warmup, uh, kind of pregame, or at the midfield line, we're we're trotting out there, and then our we're trying to meet up with our guys because the bigs and the uh, linebackers, we all go out there warm up with our pads on after the skill guys are already out there, like the quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, like DB, DBs. So we go out, we run out there to meet them, and we meet them about midfield. But in the Cleveland game, the like Debo and Ayuk and I think uh, were the ones who were in the front. The DBs on the other team didn't like that they was over there in their space. So then, boom, you know, shoves are being thrown. Blah, blah, blah. Trent goes out there. He just oh, get off, get off of blah, blah, blah. Like just all they're they're all scared. Whatever. So they, they and then that same week, the Chargers had a a brawl happened where somebody threw a punch and so then the league was like hey we gotta we gotta clean this up this is not it's not a good look if you're if you're shown throwing a punch or if you're fighting before the game like you're you're gonna be thrown out before the game even oh starts. wow i didn't know that yeah so it was like a big deal like because it was getting out of hand people are are, are like warming up on the other team's side of the field oh, trying to like try play to, like, mind games it. trying to taunt you know trying to stir the pot right mm -hmm. And so that's why it's been a little bit cleaner as of recent because they've had the different teams making sure that they – the rule is you have to be inside your 40-yard line mm. while you're warming up. Okay. So literally the 45 to the 45, there shouldn't be anybody okay. in that part of the field. So we go out there. We're warming up in the end zone. And the linebackers, we always go out to, the, to our 40 to start doing our little linebacker drills. And so I start trotting over there. But I'm, I'm looking over there. And their DBs and their DB coaches are over there doing their little DB drills on our side of the on our side of the fifty, mm -hmm. literally on our fourth. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to get into all that little shenanigans. So I'm, I I told their coach I said, oh yeah, we're gonna be right here. We're gonna be on the on this. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, oh, we go, we're gonna do our drills right here. And he's like, oh yeah, no, we we on this side, but like they're not on that side. They're on yeah. our side. I'm like, okay. So like I gave him a second, let him because we needed to get our football and everything. I gave him a second. And they respectfully they went to their side of the field, but that was one of those moments where I was like, "Hey, yeah, what are we gonna do?" Keep it hairy. Yeah, I trade Greenlaw in the vicinity. Oh All right, God. hey, you better watch it's a good out. Thing that you you did it, you said it. <laughs> yeah, like because like I said, I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to get into that because like I'm literally wasting my energy over here trying to trying to do all that so anyway boom everything was good but like that just goes to show you like these little these little mind games being played before the game so then boom we we get our we get our pads on. And the vibes are just, they're just right. You know, you know when things are just feeling good and, uh, you know, we're in the locker room, we bouncing around to the to the music, got the pads on, the ice whites on, and things are just. just What's an ice white? Oh, the ice whites, ice white away jerseys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. We got the ice whites on and uh, we go strolling out there. We finish the warm up, we come back in. 
and the same message had been said. I told the guys when we went out there for the first warm up. There's like a million warm ups for these games. I told the guys. I said, "There's a few guys in this huddle right now who weren't even a part of that game who are going to be playing crucial minutes in this game." Mm-hmm. I said, "This isn't about a revenge game. This is about us trying to go somewhere that we know that we're going to go, and this is the next step in that in that journey. And we have to take care of business in a hostile environment." and and take it we mm-hmm. can't just we can't just think that we're the better team and we're just going to get it we got to go execute we got to we got to earn it mm-hmm. and then we go back in from warm up and right before we're about to go on the field Trent brings us up and he says the exact same message when he wasn't even there when, when he heard what mm-hmm. I had said he says the same exact message and so I'm like you know what we're just all dialed in we're all dialed in <laughs> we go out there and the game doesn't start out the way we want it to it doesn't Boy, we, I mean, I win the coin toss. I'm on top of the world. Deshaun Jackson's out there, you know, shout out to him, respect to him. You know, he just got, he just earned his retirement and whatnot. And boom, I win the coin toss when I haven't won the coin toss damn near all season. I've called, hey, I'm, I'm up there. I'm on the sideline right before we go out. I'm like, tr- I'm like, boy, should I get, should I call heads or should I call tails? And Trent's like, Man, call whatever you want because it really it doesn't matter if we lose because every time the offense has gone out there, they're going to go down and score, and that's all I needed. <laughs> tails never fails. Call tails, we won. Defense goes out first, and we start out first down, second down, get them into a third and manageable, and we happen to let up on an explosive pass to A.J. Brown. Hey, cool. Let's re-rack. Our game plan was on point. We executed at a high level in the red zone. Game plan was on point, and that it was it was so crucial for us to get those two stops to start the game and holding the field goals because the game is so much more different if we're down fourteen to nothing and the offense has to score uh, yeah. compared to six to nothing offense scores and we're up seven to six. Yeah. And so, man, I can't can't say enough about that offense. Obviously, it took them a little bit to get stuff going, but boy, once they got rolling, it was. It was ugly. It was ugly for the other team. Yeah. Because, first of all, when our run game is going the way it's going over Christian and the the offensive line, like, and we're we're running the ball for, like, five, six yards a pop, Mm -hmm. give me a break. Like, you're dead. Like, you you don't have a chance because now we can do whatever we want on offense. We can literally play action, pass you all day long. we got the jet sweeps, the motions. You don't know if the ball's going to McCaffrey, if it's going to Debo, if it's going to George, if it's going to IU, if it's going to – literally, it's unbelievable. Her dog. Oh, give me that. Give me that. Let me fake this here. Throw the ball to Debo. And then pitch it back here. Like, watching them is unbelievable. So uh, so they, they end up getting their foot in back, and then we're up. We score, we score our first touchdown. We score a second touchdown right before the half. And then the whole mindset is, hey, we're going to lap them. There's this thing called lapping them where if you defer and you get the ball at half, you want to score right before the half and then score again right after half mm-hmm. without the off- their offense having had, having had a chance to touch the football. And so that's exactly what we did. We're up 21-6. And then dun, 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 dun. they get the ball. They're driving on us. And the old Greenlaw play happens. And, of course, everybody's going to jump to the, oh, Dre Greenlaw, he's always getting into something. I mean, uh, (laughs) I don't know. But, hey, listen, listen, listen. This one is valid, all right, because the fact that there was a cat who wasn't even a part of the game, that was – there's literally a a rule. There's a rule that you're not allowed to have anybody in the white of the sideline except for the head coach. So you'll have to explain – that too, because I was scrolling today and I saw how this guy may be getting in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, who is this guy? Yeah. What happened? Because yeah. obviously, I know that no, you cannot come in contact with anyone on the field except you, you know, so you're a player playing the game. Yep. Um, so what? Obviously, we saw Dre touch him a little bit. Yes. But like, what made that happen? And why? Like, what was going on? So how it started was, so Dre has this thing where he loves to just body slam people. He's got like, but he finished when it was supposed listen, to be finished. But listen, listen, you got to let me finish the thought. He has this thing in his body where he's able to literally just lift cats off the ground and slam them, and like it's as if they're feathers. 
Now, Devontae Smith, he's obviously not that heavy to begin with, but uh, I think it was uh, – who was out there with him? Was it A.T., Amber Thomas, or Mooney? One of them had, had kind of got a hold of Devontae Smith. Dre comes running over to finish the play, as we all do. We all – that's what we're taught. We're supposed to finish the play. The whistle hadn't been blown yet. And Dre had kind of lifted him up, and then the was as it was being blown, he he hit threw him to the ground in the back ref, throws the flag immediately. Of course, Devontae doesn't like that, as he shouldn't. Who wants to be slammed to the ground? He gets up and is in Dre's face the whole, and it's on their sideline, which is obviously worst case scenario because now their whole entire sideline is getting involved. And Buddy, I don't know who this guy is. He's obviously now having heard about it. He's one of their team security guards. Uh, was already in the white as he shouldn't have been. He's way too close to the, being involved on the field and tries to be the the instigate. Like he's trying to instigate by trying to like push everybody, push Dre away from Devontae. And so then Dre obviously instinct is like, what the hell? Like this isn't a ref. This isn't a player. This is some random guy touching me and kind of gave him the old, Boom! I don't know what that is, but he like, hey, it's just instinct. Boom, and it just gla- it glazed the cheek. That little faint, that little finger glazed the cheek, and that's all it took. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to put hands on nobody uh, who's not in the game. So, boom, they eject him, and couldn't have happened at a worse time when we're up two scores. Dre was playing the game of his life, sideline to sideline physical as you know what and was playing out of his mind gets ejected and I'm sitting here thinking like no way like this is unbelievable given the situation in the game like we can't have this like and then they they're right there in scoring in in scoring range and so I mean I told the huddle I'm like hey man we got to do this we got to do this for my guy for Dre Greenlaw right now and OB Oren Burks comes in does a fabulous job and, I mean, I can't speak enough to how great OB's been all year, but, I mean, to come in in that situation and just make some of the plays that he did, knowing, obviously, knowing what was going on, the game plan, executing, making open field tackles, <laughs> OB, you the man. And, uh, unfortunately, they scored on that drive, but then the offense, because that made it a one-score game now, and it's, what, the third quarter? A lot of ball left. And people don't realize how close the game was at that moment. But then because they don't remember that because what happens next? The offense goes out, Debo Samuel. It's the Debo Samuel show all game. And he goes, catches the ball, runs it 50,000 yards, and scores a touchdown and brings it back with it, or back to two-score game. And then, obviously, we were able to kind of pounce on him, and then the score ended up being what it was. But that was a crucial moment in the game where it's like, man. Thank the Lord. Because what were you thinking when you were watching? So I think you finished your thought. Sorry. I'm, I, was I talking too much? No, you said, let me finish my thought. So I was like, I'll let you finish your thought. Um, Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, beautiful. So um, I was going to ask you, when you said that, did you think the ejection was too harsh? Or did you see that coming? Because I didn't really see an ejection coming. I saw maybe him getting a hefty fine and everybody getting a little riled up, but I didn't expect him to get ejected. No, absolutely not. Shouldn't have been ejected. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I mean, What about the guy? Why? So that's why I was asking you. Oh, (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Why did the guy get ejected as well? Because he's over there on the field touching a player. Okay. Touching a player. When did he touch him? I don't know if I saw that. He literally was over there trying to shove Dre okay. and push him back away and from him. And his job, I read a little bit, is just to protect the coach. I don't know what his job or is. like head of security or something. I don't know who he is. I don't know what his job is. You're not allowed to be on the damn sideline. He overstepped. Overstepped. Yeah, totally. And Dre was like, caught that overstepping, was like, get out of here. Yes. Yeah. Buddy lucky that Dre And there was like a more. video of the guy, and he was like, um, I sent it to – he says them? Yeah, the guy was – after the head loss, all the players were walking back, and there's a video of the guy, and he says, um, don't worry, like, we're going to get him or something. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? No. Yeah, yeah he goes, 
you'll no you know we'll get him back like he was like dabbing everybody up you know with his feathers puffed up like a peacock being like yeah no he this guy's wild <laughs> wow that is shocking i know so oh, everyone's talking about he's gonna get fired what's gonna happen to this guy oh, da, 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 da. but anyways I just, like, I think people who are just looking for attention like and you just getting involved when you don't need to it's I like know. what do you like i don't know that's I it know. was just a lot Dre, Dre Dre gotta shows. know Dre gotta know that people are always looking to like try and get him riled up. Right. He's got a red dot on him. You know he what I'm does. saying? He, so he really, be, really, really does. But hey, you can't take that wolf out the wolf dog. How was he after you saw him? It's as if he didn't have a care in the world. It's love as if that. nothing happened. I love that. He's in the tunnel, fully dressed, got his cologne on. <laughs> and sees me, he's like, We got him, we got him, oh get him. Like just hyped up. I'm like you just got ejected. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, he got all this little energy. He ain't had to play a whole half of football, but <laughs> you know, he's gonna be fresh for next week. I love that's it. that's the positive. Um and still damn near led the team in tackles, even I though know. he played half of football. That was probably the best part of the game. Like, go Dre, justice for Dre. Go Dre. Play the also, game. another funny thing that happened is you lost your shoe. Lost my shoe. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Literally right after he goes out. I don't know if it was the very next play. It might have been. They try to run a little QB uh, QB run play up the middle, and Bosa makes a heck of a play, stalls the tackle, sets the edge, and then still makes the play. And I come through to make the tackle or to like kind of finish the play. And I think it was Javon or somebody caught the back of my shoe, and my cleat fault like falls off. And so I'm scrambling to try to hurry up and go put it on because they're going to see it and they're going to try and go fast and do a play. And so I get on the ground and I I have it literally tied up so tight. It, well, it's not like my shoelaces came untied and it, it came off. off. It just literally slipped off the back because somebody, somebody stepped on it. So me trying to put that cleat back on right there, I'm like, it's dead. <laughs> I literally can do it. I'm <laughs> so mad. I'm so mad. I'm like, damn it. And then everybody's like, just go down, go down. And so I literally had to sit down and then the official calls time, an official timeout. I saw you running off with And I run sock. off. <laughs> I run off with the damn sock. It's all wet because the freaking ground is, has water dew all over it. And so Flanagan fouls. Our field general comes to the rescue. He, he he takes a little play in there. And the whole time I'm just thinking, like, please don't let them in the end zone. And then, boom, we stop them. I come sprinting back out there. And they end up scoring anyways. But anyway, it's okay because everything worked itself out. Um, But, yeah, you know, the Philly fans, they were pretty sad at the end of that game. Of course, you know, our players were having a ball, just like kind of, you know, having fun with them. I know, there. I know. Um, I know. I was so interested to see, like, how they reacted whenever they kind of knew they were going to lose. I think they all just kind of headed home. They headed home. Yeah, I saw a meme today. It was, today. was like, where'd everybody game. go? And it was, like, empty in it there. It was a cold, rainy game, you know. So, uh, it was not not ideal for their fans. It was so funny, too, because rewind back to the beginning of the game. As we're running out of the tunnel – we come out first, and then obviously the Eagles come out and they do their whole little thing. We come out, and I my whole tradition thing is I'll always run down to the opposite end zone and kind of – it's almost – I'm pretty sure – yeah, I got it from Tom Brady. He always used to run all the way down, and he he, he would used to yell, let's go, yeah, that whole thing. And so I kind of do the same thing, but it's my own little spin on it. You know, I do my whole little thing down there. And then I just kind of – I'm just looking up at the crowd, just, just staring them down with my arms out as I kind of do my little – my little head bob like this. And there's probably like just a row, a full row of, of Eagle fans, like a bunch of dudes right there in the front row. And they're all just giving me the bird oh like this. Just, just birding me off. And I'm just looking at them like, you don't, you, you don't know, you don't know what you're about to, you know what you're about to get into right now. So. I got yeah. some, some pretty intense DMs. It was, it was pretty funny. They're, they're so angry. They're angry when they win and they're angry when they lose. Yeah, what is that? Pick one. Pick one. Probably the ra- the ladder. <laughs> the ladder. <laughs> Golly. Oh, man, yeah. But amazing, amazing, amazing. So many just incredible. Um, And then kind of like the top, not the top story, but Brock Purdy comes out at the game um, as the new favorite to win MVP. Duh. Who, who else is supposed to win it this season? Um, I'm confused. The quarterback for the Texans. Listen, he can have the offensive player or the rookie offensive player of the year award, rookie rookie of the year award. Because okay. I mean, he, he's done an outstanding job. It's great. 
I was just, I'm not saying he, yeah, he yeah, should yeah. deserve it. I no, was just I know. comparing him. No, he, and I'm sure his numbers – I don't know what his numbers look like. I'm sure – I know he's been having a great year. But, no, I can't put him over Purdy. No, me either. Her dog is literally first in a, all the major statistical categories, I'm pretty sure. Um, I just love how he was just smiling so big and just yeah. so just, like, jolly and happy. Yeah. And not in a happy way of just, like, yeah, like, you guys – like, look at you, like, you know, not in like a gross way, in a way of he was just genuinely happy mm-hmm. that he, that you guys had won. The, he's just an incredible person you can see and an even better quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, he's the best. He's the best. He's the best guy ever. And if anybody is out there watching and has a say so on the MVP voting, I'm pretty sure you should either vote Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey. Somebody on the 49ers needs to be winning MVP. 100%. It's, if it's not, then I don't understand. I know there's some other players out there who are having really good seasons. Name them. Dak Prescott has come on as of late. Okay. Has had done had a really nice little run he's been having. But, I mean, if you take the whole body of work out of an entire season, you can't say that, like, even in the moments where we weren't winning, Brock's numbers were still on the money. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, Ah, Brock's playing the best on the best team. Like it's like, come on. Absolutely. I, I'd give him the MVP. Well, understood does not have to be explained. Basically. Exactly. So I'm gonna do my picks of the week before you. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna do our players of the week. So our team shout outs, my offense. I could probably guess. I could probably guess who you're gonna pick. Debo Samuel. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is usually always Debo. I think so. I know. He's just so great. So great. And then Defense, I'm gonna say Demetrius Flanagan foul. Wow! Because he stepped in when you needed him, slash Dre Greenlaw. Okay. Because we'll Dre needs, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll they both, them. they both need, um, but yeah, they both have my pick. So amazing. Your Love turn. your picks. <laughs> Love your picks, honey. Um. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to give Debo Samuel the game ball this week. I mean, you can give it to Brock Purdy, who well, just yeah. had four tugs on a light day and it's the MVP of the season. Um, you know, so you can give it to him. You can give it to Debo. You'll always give it to McCaffrey. He makes totally. it look, makes it look easy. Just, I think I always, I always overlook him, just not overlook because he's always just so incredible. So I, it's when I make these choices, into, it's yeah. people that are kind of just like, you know, you know, spurts of greatness, not just, I mean, you know, McCaffrey is always literally he always never turns point. off. Yeah. Always so that's just like a given. And another thing we got to shout out is he just reached eclipsed the 1000 yards. Uh another record, record he's breaking. No record. He just he, he's hit 1000 yards oh, this season, which is like which is the first time that we've done it for the Niners since 2014 when okay. Frank Gore did it. Okay. So that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Frank Gore's pretty pretty popular. Yeah. And so, and he's done it in literally 12 games. And we he's have, like some kind of superhuman. Uh, what, for five games left? He's a superhuman person. Pretty good. So all those guys kind of get player of the games. Um, and I just got to, I got to mention it. The run by Jawan Jennings, when he oh, caught that ball, and yeah. just stiff arm buddy. Oh my gosh. And just ran and <laughs> trotted in the end zone. Like what? It's not like, I can't. The way that who was that player that he did that to? I think it was a rookie. How embarrassing! Other rookie corners or whatever, but I mean, it's all over the place. You get it. You get one. Of the, I you know. Get one it's of just like, all of you guys. Holy cow! Like yeah. it's like, are, can we get a break? If, if I'm the Eagles, I'm thinking, can we get a freaking break? Yeah. Man, incredible. And incredible. then defensively, I can't. It's hard for me to just give it to one. It was a complete team effort. Because let me just speak to, aside from linebackers, because you just spoke on them, the front, the defensive front, I would probably give it to Javon Kinlaw because the, the the things that were said about him after last year's NFC Championship game, which, you know, he didn't have his best game. He was hurt and knees were messed up, had a, had a bad game. And the things that people were saying about him were just awful, nasty things for him to come back and have the season he's having and obviously have two sacks this game is so big and I'm so happy for him. He's going to continue to do great things. The whole entire defensive line, the way they rush, the way they try to contain Jalen Hurts and making sure that 
They didn't give him the open passing lanes to just run, just just straight down the field, open lanes. You know, I think they did an outstanding job. And then matched with the coverage in the back end, all pro Mooney, all pro Diamador Lenore, who came in and just wham at the end of the game, smoke buddy. And uh, Emory Thomas, all of our corner nickels and our safeties, uh, Jair Brown, Sean Gibson, the way that they're all playing right now in unison in the back end, that's going to give us that's going to give us a chance to win every single game. So I can't talk for me to just choose as one. So that's why I'm saying like the whole Russian coverage situation. That's the, that's the right there is the player of the game. The way that we played as a unit. Absolutely. And Dre Greenlaw. And and Dre Greenlaw. That wraps up our recap of the Philly game. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go. I want to talk about, of course, some SEC football mm. or some college football. In college football. It's a big time of year football. right now. It was a big, 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 big day for Bama. Big weekend. <sighs> Yesterday was huge. We um, we're going to the playoffs. Woo! We're playing Michigan on January first. And it's just so deserving. You don't really care that you're like you're the four seed and they're the one seed. Like that whole thing doesn't really matter to you. Not one bit. Okay. Um, yeah, no, not one bit. Yeah. Just should it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, just from a pride thing, I don't know. No. No, it doesn't bother me. It is right, what good. it is. Yeah. Um, because they were originally going to play FSU, right? Well, they got in over FSU. They I got think. in over FSU. That was the whole thing. Like that was the big talk of the town. I saw like, how Florida State. They won all their games. Yeah, yeah, and their coach was so pissed about Came not getting whole in. statement about it. Huge statement. Yeah. It's just disgusted. Yeah. Well, get over it. Oh, okay. Wow. Because you ain't Bama, baby. Whoa. Where's your legacy? <laughs> Where's your legacy at FSU? Once you create a legacy, okay. then you can come crying if you don't get it. Whoa. We have a legacy that we're standing on, and okay. that's why we get the upper hand. All right. Because we've proven it. All right. And we'll prove it again. January 1st. This is what I'll say about it. I don't know much about college football. All right, I'm not going to sit here and say I've watched you do. You played in college football. I'm saying about this season. Oh. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I've watched all their – like, I've watched Alabama play all season. Well, I have watched most of the Alabama game because, yeah. obviously, you. I haven't watched all of Florida State's games or all of Michigan, Texas. Neither have I. Neither have I. Neither. You know what I'm saying? All these teams that are in, the, in that conversation, I haven't watched them all season, so I don't know how good they are. The thing I do know about Florida State is, obviously, they lost their starting quarterback. He broke his leg horrendously and i saw the whole thing terrible uh was having a fantastic year was a big reason for why they went undefeated now the thing is and i can feel for the coach i can feel for the team because you the team is more than just a quarterback everybody else in that locker room earned those wins and fought for an opportunity to play in the college football playoff they did what was required. They won every single one of their games against big time competition. So now, on the flip side of that, if I'm a college football playoff committee member and I have to, and I have this this job of putting in the four most competitive teams I can mm-hmm. into the playoff, is it about putting the top four, the top four teams who have a chance at winning it, or is it about putting the top four teams who've earned it? I think that's where. That's where it's kind of well, like. Well, it depends the, on what your definition of earning it means. If it's going off of earned it, guess what? Guess who's going to be in that thing, honey? Who? Florida State. Well, that de- that's your prediction <laughs> of what earning it means. I think Alabama earned it. Did Alabama go undefeated? No, but that doesn't mean anything. I'm not saying they didn't earn it. Let me just let me just go ahead and say that first of all. I'm not saying they didn't earn it. I'm saying. That Florida State, based on what they accomplished this season, unfortunately for Alabama, so would have put them in over Alabama. You're telling Alabama. me because their quarterback broke his leg, they get they, they and they came back and didn't w- lose any games. That's the reason they deserve to be in over Bama. Because they won all their games. Because they won all their games. Because their quarterback broke his leg, and they won a conference championship, just like Alabama did. So okay. it's like you're measuring you're measuring Okay, the, like, our quarterback, I mean no, no, no. he didn't break his leg, but I mean shoosh, he was playing crazy. <laughs> he was playing crazy the first few games. Crazy that we crazy lost. What? Crazy not that well. Okay. And he came back and he I mean, did you see his reaction? He was crying tears. And listen, honey, when we won Listen, that's the that's the thing about it. Is be, the, the thing that you're saying the is the reason why they were able to why they were put into it. 
because we deserved it more than Florida State in the committee's eyes and mine. It's because they are a more competitive team in the playoff than Florida State will be in the playoff because oh. Florida State doesn't have their starting quarterback. Really? But they've won all their games, like you said. They found a way. Why in aren't the they end. competitive if they won the all thing. their games? Here's the thing. They found a way to win those games in the in the end just now. Now they're about to go play the top three teams in the entire college, college football. That's a different ball game compared to trying to figure out a way to win your last couple games. So okay. I'm just I'm just speaking. I see it both ways. I feel for Florida State. They had an outstanding season. They did. They deserve to be there, but obviously it's a horrible situation that happened. Not everybody can go. There's not that many invitations. <laughs> <laughs> now this is why this brings up a great point as to why there has to be an expansion of the college football playoff. You can't just put four teams in there and say "woody who" and just go about your business. You got to expand the playoff, which they are going to. Okay, this might be the craziest question, but I think I have to ask. Okay, go ahead and ask it. Okay, don't laugh if it's stupid. Don't laugh. Okay, so you know how like we go to the playoffs too. The, uh, yep. And it's not determined off of a committee. It's kind of just determined off of like who wins. Yes. How come college isn't like that? So college is a little different because there's so many different conferences and uh, I guess like strength of schedules. The NFL is all the top, the best of the best. Okay. All right. There college football, different... there's, there's different levels of, you know what I'm saying, of like uh, – Yeah. It's hard for me to kind of, of explain. Like, um, like, yeah. Of level of play. It's like private schools. It's like different level of play throughout the entire college football world. Like there's so many schools to choose from. It's like you can't just be like, okay, uh, we're just going to put – like, because how are you going to how are you gonna establish like who's the best – like who's the best to, to, to go in? People with the best record go in? Yeah, is that how they do it in the NFL? So if you go off of that, you're just going to put the, all the teams who have who are undefeated. And that's that's not fair because everybody plays different schedules. There you go. But as do we. But we're all playing this. We're all like in the NFL, like you're all playing the best, like the top. There's no like, oh, there's this kind of, this is a better. I guess there is kind of, I don't know. I feel like the SEC is the NFL of college football. So what if like, (laughs) what if like they did it like a separate, like, I don't know how to say. Like they have their own little playoff that yeah. they do. SEC and playoff, maybe, and then they all resident. Right, and then MSU playoff. can play, and they can be happy. Listen, we're just gonna go and because everybody and will get an invitation. I know everybody not, will get an invitation. This is what we're gonna say. Back to what I was saying. So I think next year is the first year that is starting. Is that they're gonna have a twelve-team playoff? Oh, instead wow. of four. And so the all That's a lot. so the top four teams get a first round bye, and then they have to kind of bat, and everybody else battles it out. And they go. I feel like that's more tree, fair. That's more fair. Team, best two team, team standing, boom, boom, and then we got a champion. Do you think that's better than what they have now? Way better. Okay. Not even close. Has BYU ever made it to the playoffs? So we've won a national championship. If that's what you're asking. What? Back in like 1984, I think. Oh. Um, don't get mad at me if I'm wrong, Cougar fans. But it's been a while. Um, we went undefeated. I think we beat. I think we might have beat Alabama in that game. No, <laughs> don't be crazy. Don't get. I think you're. Lost. We're gonna look it up after this. I, yes. I don't want to look it up right now. But we we did what win a national championship. The call the whole college football playoff format just was formed not that long ago. I think it was like back in 2016 mm-hmm. when it was formed. Okay, so I'm just really happy we made it, you guys. Yeah, that's 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 really what it comes down yeah. to. You, you guys and made I'm it. I'm wondering, You're really happy January first, where will we be as a team? Like, what what will you be doing? Because I'm like, should I go to the Rose Bowl? January first, we'll still be in regular season playing games. Be in regular season. Where I wonder where it is the Rose Bowl. It's in uh, Pasadena, where my goes to school. Pasadena, California. LA. Oh my gosh, I could literally just drive if I wanted. You probably could. Or just hop on a quick 50 minute flight. Maybe. If it's on a Friday, you want to go? Uh, I will not. Why? It's on a Friday? Yeah, if it's on a Friday, I can't go because I have football stuff. Friday night? It's like date night. We do date night Friday night. I know, but we don't go on date night and jump on jets and, and planes to go places. 
Okay. Michigan's so, favored by one and a half points. Mm, how does that make you feel? Who cares? Uh oh. Was Philly favored this game or were we? We were favored. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They don't know anything. Okay. Um, and then Washington versus Texas. Washington, how come that's not ringing a bell for me? Washington, all purple. I mean, I know who they are, but like, have I seen them play one game this season? No. They. I think they went undefeated. Who will? We know how much that matters. Not much. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, so my question to you is: Now that you know, I mean, you know football and Alabama. You've watched closer this season. Do you think we could win it all? Yeah, you guys always have an opportunity to win it all. You think so? Yeah, I mean, as long as Nick Saban is your coach, you yeah. They got they're dialed in the right way. You mean that? You get all five star recruits every single season. They should oh. yeah, they probably should be the favorite. It's either gonna be us or it's gonna be Texas. Texas is whooping tail. Texas they whooped y'all pretty good earlier in the season, huh? Can you not? That was when we were having our dip, like I told you, and that's why we deserve to be where we're at. So that's a perfect segue. Uh oh. <laughs> Perfect segue into now we're going to talk a little bit about just um, NFL because we talked about our game. We talked about a little bit about college. We're going to talk about how D'Amico Ryans um, and the Texans win their seventh game in a row. They defeated the Broncos um, and now they have a five game winning streak. No, no, no. no I'm sorry. The they snapped. They, they broke with the Broncos five game winning streak. Yeah. Um, we went the, te- the Texans won their seventh game. Yes. So, so it's yeah. like they're on the road to the playoffs right now. I heard a lot of talk about that quarterback. I didn't know much about him. And then – Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a real deal. Real deal. Ohio State. Ohio State. How come they're not in the college playoffs? They lost to uh, Michigan. Oh, dang. Remember how we were talking about how that's like the like the most heated totally. rivalry in, in no, We watched that game. We watched the game. That was the deciding factor? That was the deciding factor. Oh, wow. So we could literally be sitting here talking about Ohio State being in the, in the playoffs over Michigan. Wow. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Go, Jamie. Go, go. He should, you know, win the award for Coach of the Year for sure. Between him and Kyle Shanahan. You think Kyle Shanahan's in the running? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really asking. <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me catch my breath. Good. Holy smoke. Because I'm thinking, because D'Amico's like new and like fresh and brand okay, new team. Yes. Kyle Shanahan okay. is like he's a, he's a seasoned vet. Anybody who just heard that, don't, don't, oh don't, please don't go after my wife. Here we all go. All right, listen, it was a naive statement. No, they statement. Can come after me. It was a naive statement. All right, he's not only, it's not, he's obviously coaching the best team in the league right now. Totally. He just walked into Philadelphia Eagles, who were ten I'm and one. I'm not taking one. that away. I, I always just thought Coach of the Year was for someone that was like a new splash. Kyle's been doing this for a long time. He has been, but and you guys are always in the playoffs. You're always a good team. Listen, that's I'm just, I'm just, I'm just explain myself. The reason why I had that reaction, <laughs> go ahead, explain yourself. Is because in my brain, yeah. Coach of the Year is like a splash player, like a new a new guy, new cat on the block. Yeah, that's what it kind of means. Like a new me. guy on the block. Who? Oh, okay, we didn't know about him. Yeah. You guys are doing pretty good. Yeah, Here, we'll give it to you. Totally. Like Kyle's been to the Super Bowl. Got it. Kyle's like a season vet. Season vet. Doing he goes his doing first what, year. That's what I. That's what I thought the award. Like and you know what? what when you explain it like that, yeah, makes perfect sense. Thank you. You're welcome. But yes, uh, honey, to answer your question, Kyle's in the running. Well then, okay, then beautiful. We should take it all then, huh? We'll see. We'll take. Okay, we'll take Coach of the Year Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. We'll take MVP Brock Purdy or uh, Christian McCaffrey. And then whoever and we'll doesn't take, win MVP, the uh, Offensive Player of the Year. Gets would be the that, and then um, defensive player of the year, Fred Warner. Wow, and then Super Bowl champions. Whoa, and then baby Warner do March 2024. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like heaven on earth. Yeah, that's how that's how it should go. Okay, Whew. okay, and then Chargers beat the Patriots 6 0. Do you have anything to say about that? Thoughts on Bill Belichick firing rumors? That's the question for you. Oh, I mean, it's it's getting ugly out there in New England. I mean, it's been ugly all season, but it's getting really ugly. I am shocked, I have to say. I'm shocked that Mr. Bill Belichick has let it get this bad, you know, because I don't feel like they have an – I'm sitting here thinking about their roster, and I don't think they have that horrible 
of a you know of a roster. I feel like they have good players. I don't know. So it's, now that I have to think about, all right, like what's their schemes look like? And I haven't watched any film. I don't. I can't sit here and say that I've watched them play any games. So I don't know what, what's going on over there. But you know, obviously, Bill has a a reputation of being obviously a high high level head coach in has this game. Has he won year before? I'm sure he has. He has uh, won six Super Bowls. Whoa! But he also had Tom Brady, and he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. So now people are kind of looking at him a little, a little crazy, looking like, "Hey, buddy, what's going on here?" All of a sudden, you know, Tom, and we can't get any sustainable winning seasons. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So, well, I hope they don't. I hope they don't fire somebody at six. I mean, come on, let's be for real. Like, it's not his fault. No, nah, I mean, hey, this league is about what you've done for me recently. What you've done for me lately, league is well, what they call it. That's just dead wrong. They don't give he, a damn how many Super Bowls you've won. Go are you going to win us a Super Bowl this year? It might not be this year, but maybe it'll be the next for him. He's got to show some t- some sort of promise. Well, I mean, if he's not given the tools to do that, what do you expect him to do? Just start and magic? That's what I'm saying. He, I think they have they have good players. That's why I'm like, I don't understand what's going on over there. So anyway, I'm, I'm saying like they've had ever since Tom Brady left like five years ago, they haven't had it like a, like a, a, a good decline. season. Yeah. They haven't had a good season since then. Well, we wish them the best, but not better than us. That's right, honey. Okay, so next up we have Seahawks versus Niners at home. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. That's on is that on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was on Thursday or not. Mm-hmm. This Sunday we're gonna play the Seahawks at home. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um we beat them last time we played them. Thanksgiving. Yep, 31-13. A couple weeks ago. And yeah, so are you excited to play them at home? Is it going to be any different? Do you have any different thoughts? Everything. I mean, similar to what I was talking about to begin the show is human nature. And I'm not saying this happened when we played the Cowboys, but we beat the Cowboys up. The score is 42 to 10. All right. Similar to how the score was in this past game. And you're on top of the world. You're feeling yourself. You think you're the best thing since sliced bread, and then all of a sudden you drop three straight. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and, and allow, I mean, and, and try to sit here and be like, oh, we dropped three straight because we were feeling ourselves and we got cocky, blah blah blah. Because I don't think that was the case. But human nature is human nature. So, what what do you take from that lesson? Because you you can sit here and you can just kind of you can let things repeat themselves, or you can learn from a lesson that you a hard lesson that you learned. Because when you when you lose three games in a row, it's as if the full whole sky is falling, and things are not good. So, in order to prevent that from happening, this will be the last day that I and I'm I'm hoping that any other person on our team is going to discuss anything about an eagle. That whole thing is done. All right, we took care of business. Congratulations, we did that. Now we have a lot of ball left to play, and we got to take care of a lot of more business. It's not about what oh we hope that the Eagles lose next week to Dallas and we hope that this happens with Detroit and da 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 playoff blah, blah. no 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 this is about controlling what we got to control this is about taking care of business that we got to take care of and I don't care what you've done in the past nobody cares what you've done I don't care that you just blew out you blew out the Eagles that you blew out Dallas what are you gonna do right now what are you gonna do right now what are you gonna do this week and Seattle has always given us fits. And yeah, we we took care of business Thursday night when we played them, but they still have a really good team, and it's a divisional opponent, and they're licking their chops, coming off of ten days ten days of rest where they've been sitting there in that film room. Their coaches have been dialed in, their players have been like, "Man, we got to get this thing turned around," and we got we got to go find a way to beat these Niners up who are sitting there riding on their high horse, and I'm not gonna let that happen because I'm that I'm not made of that. Our team's not made of that, and. There's, I'm not satisfied with just beating a team in the regular season. That mean that's it's like a, yeah, is it meaningful? But yeah, but like no, there's a lot thing. There's a lot more things that we want to accomplish this season. But this will be the second time we played them, right? This regular season. Seattle. Yes. Yes. Right. That's the only thing that makes. I just like hate it when we have to play teams twice. Teams that we play twice a year. It's hard. I hate that. It's hard to beat a team twice. That's why divisional games are so important. And we went undefeated in our division last year, and it was a big deal. And so we got to take care of business at home this week. Like it's, it's so crucial, pivotal. 
Um, and we will. I'm going to make sure we, we keep our head on straight and we put together our best week of work yet. And then Sunday, we let that thing loose. We let it fly. I know. We let it fly high. I'm excited. And it's at home, which is really exciting. Totally. And hopefully we got defensive intros. <laughs> I feel like it will be. Last time it was offensive intros. Well, let's get to it. Uh-oh. So, yeah, wish us luck Sunday, guys. Big game, big game, big game. But mm-hmm. enough about football. I'm footballed out. We are going to catch up on just some life stuff, some around the world stuff. Okay, let's hear it. Um, one thing I want to talk about was Christmas movies because, um, you guys, I uh, – I, Okay, so we don't have cable at our house, and I have just been like, <laughs> this is something Fred's going to love talking about. Mm-hmm. I have just, so we went on this beautiful bi-week trip a couple weeks ago, and they had cable in the hotel rooms, and I was just like dying because it was like Food Network, Freeform, TLC, all the Christmas movies were on all of these channels, which we don't have. And I remember just like when I used to have those like back in the day as like a kid. And, you know, I, I really, I missed it. And I was thinking on, oh, let me finish my thought. Uh-oh. I was just thinking on it, thinking on it for weeks. I've just been like, I've just like throwing little hints to Fred. Like, hey, babe, what do you, what do you think about getting cable? And he's like, not for it. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait a few more days. Babe, what about some cable? <laughs> You want to get some cable so we can we can and then I also said I said well how about we just cancel some of our subscriptions which I canceled Hulu today just wanted to let you know that oh thank you you're welcome um just to like you know I just all of that to say wrapping that up I I I got cable and I (laughs) (laughs) and I waited till it was date night to tell Fred and I really slept at night and I said. I said, babe, so I got something for us and I decided to just get cable just for the holiday season. I said we could only have it for a month and then we'll cancel it. <laughs> for real. I'm being serious. I hear you. So we're only going to have it for like a month, maybe two. And we'll, then we're going to cancel it and it'll go back um, to our, you know, no cable life. You're hoping I just forget about it. and then it No, just no, no, no. Because so I think about it daily. Because, you know, I don't want to go broke either, babe. <laughs> I don't want to go broke either. So we got to cancel Here's the thing, some just to kind of clarify to the people, because I don't know if you clarified it. What? We have damn near every other. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, what's it called? Channel? Every... No, no, no. We have oh, every freaking streaming... Uh, streaming platform. Correct. On the planet Earth. Um, so that's why I'm like, all right, cable and all that is a little OD. Okay. That's all I was saying. And I did agree with that. You sure did. But sometimes on those like on let's say amazon prime they mm-hmm. make you pay for the good christmas movies mm-hmm. it's not free it's not free nothing Mm-mm. in life is free so you know we're just yeah, gonna enjoy got, it you know christmas movies on disney plus and yeah they do have on disney plus sure maybe we'll cancel them. disney plus is that a good one to cancel Anyway, we'll move on from the cable no, talk baby. We'll move on from it baby coming. move on anyways all of that to say I was like just you know scrolling the other night and I was like what is like all the Christmas movies were on and it made me think about like what is my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. So I think well actually you go first. What's I want to hear yours. Okay. <sighs> I, I might need a second. I think I'm in between two. <laughs> you just said you knew. Okay, fine. I think Elf. I think Elf was my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. T- tell the people why. Because it's just so wholesome and um. What is his name? I'm forgetting. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's my favorite comedian. He makes me just cry laughing. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like wholesome. It's funny. It's got all the holiday cheer, the spirit. Mm-hmm. It just like it's the best. If I had to pick a second, it would be Four Christmases. Whoa, that's mine. That's yours? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh my God. You know that's right up my alley. Is that really your favorite? That's literally my favorite. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're not really like the class. I like the classics too, but I don't mm-hmm. really watch them as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, also like, I'm not sure. That- it's not a Christmas movie, but Harry Potter. Harry Potter's <laughs> always on during Christmas. So that's my favorite. That's not a Christmas movie movies at all. Movies of all time, I would say. What about Home Alone? How do you feel about that? Oh, I can't get into that. You know can't that. do it. You like Home Alone. I do. Yeah. I think it's, a- I mean, all of them. What about, um? you know, those like... Not creepy, but like those really old looking cartoonies that you we used to be on. Did you watch those? What is that? They're like they like talk. They're cartoons and they're Christmassy, 
What are those oh, called? Oh, like the skeletons? Huh? Like the skeleton people? No, not Nightmare After Christmas. Oh. Like it's it's there it's episodes and they're it's really old school. I don't know. Man, guys, sorry. I'm just What are those? Four Christmases is by far my favorite. Elf is a good one. And then Home Alones are also a good little Christmas film to throw on the TV. And just... no, the Santa Claus movies, you know, Santa. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Those are really. But that's not good. really my. Not oh, really also my Jingle All the Way. That's a good one. I'm not even sure um, what that is. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger that's in that movie? I don't even. <gasps> you never seen that one? I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I think we should watch Four Christmases tonight. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that's is on that the. Who's in that? That's on the docket. By the way, who's playing on Monday Night Football? Yeah, right Arnold now? Schwarzenegger. Is you've never seen this movie, Jingle All the Way, with a toy? This one. Jingle All the Way. Nope. Wow. Okay, that's that's on the list for real. Wow. Um. Anyways, Monday Night Football. I'm not sure who's playing right now. Who's playing? I'm not sure. I think the Raiders, maybe. Somebody. Somebody's playing, obviously. But yeah, there's some really, really good Christmas movies out there, and we are in that time of the season. We finally, the streets starting to look a little bit more. Um, we we blend in a little more these days, is yeah, what I do. should say, because uh, we're sticking out like a sore thumb for a good a good month there, um, since we put our lights up at the beginning of November. But uh, yeah, I think that's that. That's all on that. Um, dancing with the stars update hello oh well we were just talking about christmas dancing with the stars yeah i mean there's nothing really to update i think it's kind no of silly kind of silly that nobody got eliminated like what's the point of having a semi-final if you're going to just let everybody go on to the final you know what i'm saying so hey i guess we'll just do another round two of it next tomorrow uh, will tomorrow. be good is it tomorrow yeah, tomorrow's the finale gosh yeah so we'll have a lot to say next week about yes, Dancing with the Stars. Yes, we will. But that's pretty much it. We haven't really been watching anything but Cable. So, um... <laughs> anybody other than... What's her name? Zochi? What? Zochi? What about her? If anybody other than her wins it, like, it's like, it's a fraud. Um, the Vanderpump Rules girl. Nope. She's, after watching these dances last, this last week, she's great. Don't get me wrong. But Zochi and her, and her, and her partner and her, are in their own league. I know. I started crying at that dance when she danced to... They're in their own league. And Rose. She knows how to connect to the mm-hmm. that song is to so the good. to the good old heart. Oh my gosh, she's incredible, incredible. Okay, guys, so this brings us to our next segment, which is the fan questions. I will start off with the first one from Kevin Andrews. Photo asked, "Would love to know if Fred and Debo spoke much before the game. Could he tell us this? Wait, could he tell this week that he was about to unload like he did?" Mm. Well, the the quick answer is no. There wasn't any sort of, you know, sit down discussion where I, you know, we sat down and I'm like, Debo, how you feeling? What's what's your vibe going into this game? You know, I know Debo, and he's one to stand on business, as they like to say, as the kids like to say these days, the whole stand on business, on business. Um, you know, Debo had a little chatter. We'll chatter uh, about how he felt about the um, the old Eagles and some of their players. And hey, so be it. The thing that that you got to do when you when you chit chatting is you got you got to you got to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Got to back it up. You got to back it up with your actions. And boy, did he with three tugs and whatever amount of yards da 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 that he did. Love it. Yours is next. Mine's next. Okay. At Damian Allen 1449. Uh, they asked, question for Sydney. Fred seems like such a cool guy. Oh. Hey, thanks, man. Or yeah, Damian, thanks, man. But what is one pet peeve you have with him? Ooh, LOL. Wow, he said. One of my pet peeves I have with Fred. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even think about it. Number one pet wow, peeve. Wow, <laughs> don't even think about it, huh? Because there's so there's so many so seldom. Seldom, I okay. There's so seldom that I just, you know, the one that bothers me the most is ladies. 
You know how you like to groom your man, make sure he's looking good, fresh, nothing's in his mouth, on his face, on his back, on his shoulders. When I try to, let's say your your husband, boyfriend, lover, partner has a blemish. Oh my God. And you think it's appropriate to extract that blemish. Fred will not so allow. Popping, popping zits. Ew, why do you think so nasty? That's exactly what it is. We're not going to sit here and, and <laughs> sugarcoat it. No, it's not. Usually you just have like oil, like blackheads, because you refuse to use skincare. Baby, we could sit here and we could say what it is. You want to pop these little bumps, all right, all over my body. And that's so if that's my pet peeve, yeah, it's, that no, I don't, no, no, that I don't let you do it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It's my number one pet peeve. Thank you. Nothing. Thank you. And you just spoke on my pet peeve. It's <laughs> you popping my bumps. Well, I don't pop your bumps. So how is that a pet peeve if it's something that literally that's doesn't happen? That's hilarious that you said that that's my pet peeve. Back so when I'm we like, used all right, to I'm, date, I'm, you guys. That means I'm actually doing my thing. I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Back when we used to date, he you would let me. He would be so sweet about it. And like, you know, because he was trying to reel me in. Oh, I'll let you do whatever you want. La, 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 la. Guess what? Now, can't even get two inches. Like, he will literally run, like mm-hmm. run away. Mm-hmm. So I've had to just start scratching them off when I see them like super fast. Like, I just, like, eyeball it, and I'm just like, okay, like, five, six, seven, eight, scratch. And I just, like, scratch his skin to try to get it off. I shouldn't be saying it. It, it, it. it sounds bad. No, it's not, because sometimes it needs to be extracted. Or maybe the, the women who are listening, they're going to Who's going to get the bumps on saying. your backs if it's not me? I don't know. See? You know, honey, bless you. Thank you. Bless your heart. And I'm really happy that that's my that's your pet peeve of mine. That's it. And when you use the bathroom mean- downstairs in the non communal bathroom. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this one too. No, we're done. No, we're it's done. okay. It's not. It's not. It's not. They asked for one. They asked for one pet peeve. Now it's your turn to ask answer the question or do the the, the questions from okay. the fans. I'll I'll save you. Okay. Third one is at C Peterson two four four nine. Can we get our QB Brock Purdy on the Warner House sometime soon? Ooh. I don't know. I think Brock Purdy's pretty booked and busy. No, he's out here doing Alaska Airlines commercials. You're right, Chevy. Wait, that's Alaska Airlines. Yes. Honey. Yes. <laughs> wow. Chevys. Uh, Ford, you know, any, yeah. any, any, yeah. you name it, he's yeah. out there. So he's pretty booked and busy. Yeah. I don't know. He's got time for the little Warner house, but Fred, you can ask little him. Little old Warner house, huh? Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can get him on here. We're that not writing be, the big it'd checks. Be quite, it'd be quite the episode. Like Alaska I would Airlines. love to pick Brock Purdy's brain a little bit. That'd be nice. I'm That'd sure nice. the fans would enjoy that. Yeah. They would. Um, okay, guys, I think, I think that's it for this uh victory monday audio only episode we hope you enjoyed it we're so sorry that we could not grace you with our stunning faces this week but don't be alarmed we'll be back um in studio next monday and we have a surprise we have a warner house family christmas episode that we're so excited for Mm -hmm. we've got me fred original recipe with (laughs) Um, Troy, Fred's little brother, and Bailey, his wife. And just so you guys know, like, Troy's been in the football world for just about as long as Fred has. They're, what, 18 months apart, something like that. So he's got a lot for um, us to ask him just about, like, their lives and their their journey journey with football um, compared to ours and vice versa. So we've got lots to talk about. So we're super excited for that. Don't miss that one. That'll be really fun. Um, and that's really it. That's all we have uh, coming up. You guys wish us good luck on Sunday. And then be sure to, of course, follow 3013 for anything NFL related. Audio only. Listen on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And then, of course, we're always on YouTube. So Thank you, guys. We love you, and we will see you next Monday, Tuesday. Peace out. (laughs) Bye, guys. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and to the Warner House on YouTube.